Welcome to the ProCom Podcast, hosted by Paul Vogels, with expert guest interviews, case study reviews, and insightful discussion topics. The ProCom Podcast leads the Project Controls conversation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ProCom Podcast. Today, we are virtually a guest at the Pre-Minute Academy because we are back at our bi-weekly educational track. Uh, today, we're going to strike two birds with one stone. We got some questions on a blog we published from the Preminet Academy called Project Planning Training, Your Internal Versus External Training Options Explains. And on the other hand, we want to explain two questions we got at the ProCom podcast. As you all know, ProCom podcast is leading the project controls conversation and everybody is welcome to post their questions online or send us an email podcast at primanet.com or visit the website proconpodcast.com and please ask your questions where we can actually go into this. So today a one-man show from the Primanet Academy on this on this blog page. So those questions I will answer in the review of this blog. And um, if you have any other questions, again, please email to us. The project planning training, internal versus external, goes into detail on the internal training options, and which you can do by educating your own. One of the key users, for example, on Microsoft projects or on Primavera or OPC or whatever uh, tooling you uh, you use, um, you can have him if he or she is a really good trainer. Train the rest of your crew. Um, and on the other hand, uh, like Primitet Academy, there are some external training options which you might go into. The idea with the internal training option or the problem or the challenge, however you want to call it, is it's not the prof profession most of the times of that internal trainer within a professional training center there are there is a team of teachers of trainers who are educating each other who are reviewing each other it's really a peer review system where the actual core business of an academy is training people if you are a contractor a real big contractor and you have an internal training center um, then the idea is that those people have, have the experience from your company and right? they don't actually train other industries. They don't get peer reviewed by, by course um, uh, participants, etc. So it's always a, well, practice what you preach, we say at the academy. So our teachers, our, our um, course leaders really are also consultants, have field experience, talk with teachers internally externally etc and and are actually being reviewed every single course uh, by the uh, by the course participants by the trainees uh, if you want to call them trainees so the the uh, idea of an external trainer is to broaden the horizon and to teach you more than you might need in your day-to-day job um, so that you are also educating internal uh, ambassadors um, one of the very simple example is is for for example, with the, with the Primavera P6 training, it's, uh, it's 15, 16 chapters. And one of the chapters is resources. And not everybody is using resource loaded schedules. 
again, at the academy, we train the chapter on resources. So if a contractor doesn't use it right now, he actually has an internal key user who might advise later on when the implementation is going or the schedule has a need for a resource loaded schedule to actually be an internal implementation partner for, um, for your organization. With a broader experience, you can go into the real details later on on, hey, this is what I learned. I, I got my manual. Now let's talk about the manual later on, for example. But I got my manual. I will look back at chapter 15 yeah, to refresh my memory on, in this case, uh, resources. Uh, so we, we actually can, can look at this. Internal looks internal. External looks external. Yeah? So that's, that's one of the big differences between an internal training session and an external training session. So let's go a little bit deeper into the external training uh, provider. And yes, we are going to use Primanet Academy as, uh, as the example, huh, because we actually wrote the blog in this case, and we are hosting the ProCon podcast in this, uh, in this case. Um, external training can come in three different options and three different deployment models. I will go on later on a bespoke training versus a standard training. Uh, but let's first run into the three different options which we have explained in the blog, uh, which you can uh, can download at the, uh, um, at the primanet.com page. Um, first one is the most simple one. It's an open registration. So actually there is a schedule on our website where we say in... January 15th, we're doing this training. In January 18th, we're doing that training. February, March, etc. All the trainings are really planned in advance with a trainer on top of it to, to attract people for this open registration. Open registration, really simple. You just fill out a form on the website and you are more than welcome after, after receiving the invoice, of course, to, to be part of one of the nine seats which we have at the Primanet Academy. Nine is the maximum participants in this case because we really believe that open physical education needs personal attention. We can't divide the attention of the teacher with 20 participants, so we have a maximum of nine in this case. Let's say you, you registered for the foundation course, which is the very basic of project controls. It's a two-day training course where you where you learn about the theoretical part, uh, and it's on 18th of 19th September. Two days, you come in and you meet people who are also interested in the same course. Yeah? So you have seven or eight or nine participants actually interested in project controls, in this case, in the foundation, could be tooling, could be anything, uh, but uh, in the same subject. Not everybody does have the same experience, does have same, the, the same environment. Maybe one of the gentlemen or girls is working at the municipality, where they, from a contractor point of view, have a different approach than from a municipality point of view. But they want to learn how to schedule. They want to learn how to use tools like Primavera. Also, different industries, a infrastructure, contractor could be sitting next to an offshore um, EPC contractor, for example. And in this, well, different project controls approach, you learn how other industries 
have maybe the same challenge or the same um, issues or the same uh, uh, project delays, for example. Uh, so um, you can learn how different industries cope with different or with the same issues in this case. So with, a, with an open registration, it's really easy, really cost-effective because you, because you only need to pay for one seat and not for the whole training day and the trainer cost and the, and the development cost and the, and, the, and the academy cost is divided by eight or nine participants. So it's fairly simple, very easy to, to, to come into the, into the academy, in this case, to go for an open registration of six. Are there also cons? Yes, there are also cons uh, because it's the academy schedule. Eh? If you are not able to attend day two, on the 19th of January, then you need to wait until the next time the Academy has an open slot for you to participate in day two. So yes, there are pros. Yes, there are also some cons, but if you are alone or with one or two uh, participants, an open registration is a very good and cost-effective way of doing this. I will go on later on what the difference is between a standard approach on an academy training uh, or on a bespoke um, made-to-measure for your organization, uh, because there's a big difference. But that's the same for every every uh, every every um, deployment method. Let's call it that way on this uh, on this academy. Besides the open registration, of course, in company, our trainer can bring eight or nine books, manuals, and let's talk about that later, to your premises to give an in-company training. Um, it's actually the same education you get. It's the same script. Eh? All of our trainers, and eh? we have 13 trainers within the PrimaNet Academy. Not everybody is expert or experienced the same training, uh, for example, Primavera has more trainers than Microsoft or uh, earned value management in, in this case. Um, but we have different trainers which we can send to your premises, uh, for example, uh, to give the earned value management training. Same manual developed by our academy. We come into, yeah, you need an office or a, or a training room where we have laptops and the beamer and the flip board and or whiteboard etc uh, a coffee of course eh, which is very important um, it's a good ventilated area where we can uh, where we can give the training same educational content you get uh, and one of the well different pros eh, it's it's a pro but sometimes eh, if you want to learn from other industries it's a con um, all the participants have the same interest eh, because they all want to learn and value management in an uh, example, and they all have the same experience because everybody from an industry point of view, everybody in your company has the same goal yeah, to, to make the project controls more targeted for a contractor or for an offshore industry, etc. So you can actually look at projects. Yeah. What we always hear from our participants is, do you know the project which gone really bad or which gone really good? And that's a really good example. Right? We all have this flagship um, project or this well, project which had a lot of struggles. And that can lead as a good example, for example, um, as a good metaphor on how to improve or how to learn from, from experiences. 
So our trainer with our manual, our script comes into your premises, teaches eight or nine people into your into your um, premises. Price-wise, it's very good because you have a big group. You can split the cost per person, uh, and we can we can have that, uh, for example, in your company. Um, a really downside we believe is we come into your environment. So in the back of your head, you still have your working ethics on. What we see is that people come in late. I had to take this call at 8.30. Sorry, I'm five minutes late. I run into another colleague at the coffee machine. I am five minutes late. Can I go a little bit earlier because I have an important meeting and it's just down the hall. So I'm going to leave 30 minutes. I'm not going to miss a lot because I'm also in the premises. What we always say, and that's free of charge at the PremaNet Academy, we can do an in-company training, but we are actually getting all your people from Amsterdam, for example, into Rotterdam, into, into our PremaNet Academy, where they can let go of the day-to-day business. Nobody is bothering them on this meeting, on this meeting minutes, etc. Um, we have great coffee in the Primanet Academy. We are going to lunch outside of the office uh, if um, if applicable, uh, because we want to let let the let the content sink in. Talk over lunch on on different topics, get some free fresh air, some oxygen, etc., and then come back in at one o'clock and make the afternoon dedicated to learning project controls, to be educated on project controls. So that's a very different approach. Yes, of course, we can travel to your premises, but you can travel to our premises free of charge to get a real better return on investment, if you want to call it that way, on education, because you are not distracted as much as when you are in your own office, for example. Well, COVID hit us hard in Europe, in the US, everywhere else. Um, so people are not used to going into the office again, into educational centers again, uh, big groups, nine people, well, not close to each other, but but reasonably close to each other. Um, so a year or two ago, you, you, you've seen the rise of online training. People still need to be educated. Um, and online training got a real, real high. I'm talking into a camera with a virtual background. Everybody is used to Zoom and Teams and and, and blue jeans and whatever there is out there. Um, but online training is is also there to stay. Sometimes hybrid. Some people internally, some people online. Uh, but also, also online trainings have been deducted uh, uh, quite a lot the the the, the last past years uh, months in in our Premier Academy. Um, can you get the same? Uh, revenue uh, return on investment on it yes we think uh, uh, there is especially when you do software training tool training for example like safran or risk analysis of, of p6 etc and there's a big advantage on doing it online because hey, you can see the teacher still with the camera on but also maybe on a split screen or on a, on a picture in picture point of view you can also work in the software hey? we can monitor this online uh, but we really believe that go for online training always go for instructor-led training so a real physical person doing the training before in front of the camera 
uh, with the good audio, with the good video quality, with a lot of screens where he can monitor his students and can get the well eye-to-eye contact, which is still very important to let people not be a, a, um, uh, distracted, um, but led by the by the instructor. It's still a really good possibility to 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 get the educationals. What we do, for example, is we mail the manual physically to each other to the to the participants uh, and don't send over the PDF because we actually want people to have a book in the in their hand um, uh, where they can see and and write things down, notes, highlight, etc. Uh, 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 flip your page, fold your page, whatever, um, um, and you have a manual which you can read later on. So the online training, just the same training, uh, but on a different deployment model, instructor-led, room for questions, we can take over screens, we can do uh, chats, etc., cetera, uh, highlight things on the screen, etc. cetera, uh, but it's still the same educational content for, um, uh, for this. Um, I told you in an online training, we send over the manual and the manual is actually something we develop ourselves by years and years of experience implementing software, for example, uh, reselling software. We know all the functions and features of software. Um, we, have, we have a staffing agency uh, within Primanet where we have 50 to 60 people actually doing field uh, with their feet in the clay, we call it in the Netherlands. Um, actually working and roll up the sleeves, making planning uh, and making schedules. Um, Every single course, there's an evaluation. Every typo has been edited. Every uh, tip and trick from our uh, participants will be uh, considered, will be talked through with the the teachers, with our manager academy, Stefan Hollack, which you have seen in one of the earlier ProCon podcasts. Um, We will develop and redevelop our manual. There are a lot of good books out there on P6, on earned value management, etc. Um, but it's for another way of teaching. Our manuals are built up from the ground. There's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of work in it. We will distribute it whenever somebody comes in a training. That's a real big difference between manuals. So... Some people, where we say, okay, this manual is a standard process, is a standard script. One question I got from an international global company said, okay, can I use local US trainers and Europe trainers and European trainers and, for example, Australian? Yes, of course, that's a possibility. Uh, Primanet is a European, is an EMEA company where we have project in well Europe and, and Middle East Asia, for example, um, uh, Saudi Arabia, Africa, that kind of uh, countries we are active in. Um, we are really Europe-based. Eh? We have an office, eh? our Primanet Academy, where we are right now is in Rotterdam, uh, uh, close to the harbor, close to the city center. Um, uh, that's where planning and scheduling begun in the petrochemical uh, industry, for example. Uh, that's where Primavera grew up. Um, that's our headquarters in Rotterdam. We have an office, a sister organization in Belgium, in Antwerp. Uh, we have a, a German organization which is responsible for the Dach region with real native trainers in, uh, in German, for example, which is situated in Frankfurt, but can roll out to the rest of, of um, Germany as well with, with flexible academy training offices. Uh, we have a permanent academy uh, for example, and we are growing. And so, so from a European point of view, we have a big team which is growing and growing. And one good, very good example we think is where we want to 
a, a global tender on educating. It's a real, um, it's, it's a company who built trains, uh, for example, light rail trains, a real big uh, trains uh, globally, US, Europe, uh, Asia, uh, Australia, etc., etc. We want to train our global PMO. Our global PMO is responsible for global projects eh, because in England there's a production site, and in, in Middle East Asia uh, there is some some fabrication sites, some assembly sites, etc. And we want to train our PMO. So how are we going to do it? Well, we said uh, we we take travel into it into account, um, but by training everybody in the same script in the same content. If somebody from the Netherlands is talking to somebody from Philadelphia, in this case, uh, about uh, what's the total float or who owns the float or what's a contingency or what's well, whatever you want to talk about, they all have the same baggage. They all have the same experience and it's all the same knowledge and the same script, the same books, the same, et cetera, et cetera. That's where a standard global training uh, has had a lot of profit. So, by doing training by different companies. Eh? There are a lot of P6 trainers in Europe. There are a lot of P6 trainers in Australia and in Europe, of course. By doing it with different companies, well, you, you, you use the uniformity eh? and it's all about people and processes and tools, as you uh, might remember if you listen to earlier podcasts. Um, so uniformity is a big differentiator by having one global institute training everybody. Uh, so that's why we always say, well, Yes, it will cost you an extra train ticket or a, or a plane ticket, uh, but it will return on investment triple, four, five times as much because you, you don't need to explain what they learned. You don't need to, and there are no gaps in the in the educational track. Um, one uh, other question we got in from uh, from one of our listeners, one of our subscribers on the uh, Procom podcast is. Um, why don't you teach our process? Uh, for example, in, uh, we, we did this. We did it a lot of times, uh, of course. In, uh, for example, in uh, in a real uh, again a real uh, company, um, there's a big difference in training a standard script and in a bespoke script. There are different pros. There are different cons. One of the pros on a standard script is we maintain. As I mentioned earlier, we maintain it on a on a, on a monthly or quarterly basis uh, whenever we, uh, we have uh, executed our training. And there's also re some reviews, there's some new trends, there's some new functionality. Uh, P6 is growing and uh, there's a new version with a new feature, for example. We want to weave that into our training. So every a couple of, of iterations, there will be new uh, modules, new features added into the training. So we are responsible for maintaining that um, that training. Uh, if you if you get a training now and one from two years ago, 95, 99% is the same, updated to the latest version, etc. Uh, and that's all and that's always available to everybody. Yeah? If you got a training from 98 and you come to our office, you say, can I have the new manual? Yes, you can. Um, the other thing is we teach you the standard way how Primavera, in this case, and let's, let's take that as an example, is used. It's used by 80% of the people in the same way, 80% in the same way. If your company has a different process, for example, on rights or rules uh, in, 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 um, in security, um, then not everybody can do the same thing. So 
what we sometimes do is give you the standard training where you teach, this is how you create a new project in Primavera, but with an attachment or an addendum, we say within your company, it actually is restricted by uh, the rules and the rights in the, in the security model to only be um, available to project managers or to CFOs or to, well, whatever level of security is applied. Um, but you know what they need to do. You just need to get an approval for that. Then you still get the benefits of this standard training and there's a little bit of tweaking to the bespoke processes, um, agreements, security, whatever you want to uh, name into your specific organization. It's a, it's a loose leaflet. It's, a, it's, it's an attachment. If you move from company A to company B, you still have the full package of training content in your, in your mind eh, and in your fingertips. Uh, but you know, well, within company A, we did it this way, but in company B, it might be able that I create the project myself. So that's a really big, uh, big difference. If you are a very specific um, organization or have very specific processes, you name things different, for example, or your different ways of creating such uh, insights. Um, what we can do is we can mix and match content from different courses into into one course, one day, three days. Uh, we did we did complete training training uh, uh, processes for seven eight days, for example. Um, what's applicable? What's run to your company with your nomenclature, with your processes in it. We make a specific manual for your company. It's called the Premanet Academy Manual for Company A with this content, with this processes actually in it. It's not our Primavera screenshot, it's your Primavera screenshot. It's not the standard process of creating a project, but it's your process of creating a project. What will you need to into account is you are responsible and of course we are there to help you but you are responsible on the frequency of updating this if you want to train it yourself it's available if you want to be trained by the Primanet academy in your process it's available as well but we need to come in every year every six months whatever you want sometimes every four year uh, to update your specific process to the latest version to process etc that's a very different way of approaching yes it's more bespoke so people actually know what they need to do sometimes it's the work instruction or even onboarding processes can be in there uh, but on the other hand you might miss out updated version or standard way of working so that's a big, really big difference what um, what you need to take into account if you have more interest in in this blog please download blog.primanet.com you can find it it's called project planning training it's one of the blogs actually in the head of planning series where we have a complete set of information around uh, project controls uh, education and this one is specifically written for internal versus external training um, we got really good feedback on this and we got some questions which i try to explain if you have a specific question on this topic or another project uh, or another topic, please send me an email, podcast at primanet.com or look at it on uh, on our website, 
growcompodcast.com. Um, this will be on the podcast series as well. Uh, in two weeks, we have a new uh, use case. It's a very, uh, very, very cool one. Uh, I can't uh, explain it yet, but please subscribe on the program podcast so you get a reminder and an, and an, and a, an email while it's broadcasted. Um, also through the available channels, Apple, Spotify, podcast, which is on this uh, page as well, uh, to listen it in your own uh, way of um, of uh, consuming it. Um, thanks again. Uh, please listen to the program podcast. Subscribe. Send some feedback if you have a use case, if you have an educational question, or for example, one of the software specials we are doing with uh, with Oracle and PMWeb, uh, Safran, etc. Um, we are really leading the whole controls conversation. So conversation is meaning we listen as well. Uh, so if you listen to us, we will listen to you. Uh, thanks again for listening and try to see um, try to see or hear you back uh, in in two weeks. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for listening to the ProCom podcast. Thanks for listening to the ProCom podcast. To listen and watch more episodes, you can subscribe and access the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting proconpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode, where we will continue to lead the project controls conversation. The ProCom podcast and the associated resources is published under copyright to Prima Ned. All rights reserved, no reproduction of this content is permitted.